Heinz Gartner is a political scientist from the, at the International Institute for Vienna, and E. Michael Jones is the editor at Culture Wars magazine, joining us out of South Bend. Gentlemen, welcome. Uh, Mr. Mr. Jones, if I could start with you and uh, just get your perspective on this. Um, what has Washington done that Iran is insisting on accepting nothing but, uh, but verifiable uh, removal of the U.S. sanctions? The, what the United States did was break the trust it had with Iran when Donald Trump revoked the, uh, the agreement. Now, the, the, po the point here is, uh, are we going to learn from the past here now? Why did Donald Trump revoke the agreement? Well, because three rich Jews, Sheldon Adelson, Paul Singer, who were big contributors to the Republican Party, did not like the JCPOA. That's why it was revoked the first time. So now, uh, who's in charge the second time? Well, we have another Jew, Anthony Blinken, uh, who was the uh, advisor to Biden during the uh, criminal Ira invasion of Iraq. He wanted to break up uh, Iraq into three separate ethnic groups. Uh, he is now in charge of, of this operation at a time when Jonathan Pollard, uh, the, the, the most famous traitor and spy in American history, just held a press conference and said, uh, all Jews have dual loyalty, and they should have dual loyalty. So the more things change, the more they're the same. We're back in the same where you have Jews negotiating for the benefit of Israel while claiming that they are representing the United States of America. Okay, let's get Heinz's uh, perspective on that. Mr. Heinz Gertner, welcome. You've heard uh, Mr. E. Michael Jones there. Washington says it's difficult to remove the sanctions against Iran. They were imposed on Iran by a signature. I'm assuming they can be removed by a signature as well. So in your perspective, in your view, who's behind the scenes here preventing the Biden administration from uh, lifting the sanctions? Is it the Democrats or are there other people at play here, such as perhaps you? in the region, Saudi Arabia, Israel? Yes, uh, of course, there's strong pressure within the United States. Uh, no uh, doubt about this, uh, that uh, Republicans opposed the GCPOA and some uh, Democrats as well. And there was uh, a letter signed by uh, 70 uh, uh, politicians, senators and congressmen uh, uh, that Biden should not go back to the GCPOA. On the other hand, uh, it was a campaign promise by Biden to implement uh, the GCPOA, and he criticized Trump for leaving the GCPOA. Uh, and now, uh, uh, of course, uh, Biden was part of the team when Obama negotiated the deal in 2015, and this was a window of opportunity between Rouhani and Obama. And Biden knows that now there is another window of uh, opportunity uh, which could be uh, closed uh, later on. And uh, they, um, of course, uh, the U United uh, States uh, has also, also the Pentagon is afraid that Iran moves closer uh, to, to a nuclear weapon. So I do think the United States now is uh, willing uh, to uh, negotiate uh, uh, a deal. After all, what we have in Vienna here, that we, uh, there will be only uh, technical talks in the uh, coming uh, weeks. 
Uh, if they have technical talks, it means there should be a political agreement uh, behind the scenes. And all sides show some uh, flexibility uh, here already. So both sides gave up the position that Iran uh, should uh, come back to all its commitments before the sanctions are lifted. On the other hand, it's not possible uh, that uh, all uh, that uh, the, the sanctions uh, lifted uh, right away uh, before Iran goes back to the commitments. So I guess Iran has to have a list of priorities which sanctions should be lifted first, like uh, access to the oil uh, market uh, or participation of the SWIFT financial mechanism, the SWIFT uh, system, uh, protection of the ship lanes uh, for uh, Iranian oil ships. So there are priorities. So it's just technically not possible that uh, all sanctions are lifted right away. On the other hand, we, the delegation have to discuss uh, which GCP, uh, which state should they choose to implement the GCPOA 2015, 2017, 2019. Enrichment, number of centrist futures last longer right. because they, they expire too soon. So this will be is a matter of uh, technical uh, talks. But uh, in principle, I do think there is a political agreement, and these technical details uh, the next couple of weeks in Vienna um, are fought for that. Okay, to, so to find let me just solution. bring in Mr. Mr. Jones back in. Mr. Jones, from what you're saying, is suggests that the. Uh, the President Biden is hardly the commander-in-chief here, and uh, Iran has been very clear and uh, defiant that all the sanctions which it describes, Tehran describes the sanctions as cruel and illegal, so do other uh, members of the international community. Uh, so at this point, unless is offering something at the table when he comes to Vienna to remove uh, not the table that Iran will be sitting at, of course, to remove all the sanctions. I mean, should he bother even uh, going to Vienna? Should he pack his bags if he's already arrived in Vienna? Should he think about taking a plane back? They, the, uh, the Iranian delegation should insist on the lifting of sanctions. These were imposed illegally. They're going to have to insist on the rule of law. They are now negotiating with the other members of the JCPOA uh, group, uh, who have always been sympathetic to that point of view. It was always the United States. The facts before the law and say, lift the sanctions. We're not going to do anything. Now, the, the, the issue here is, again, if it were the, if these people were representing the interest of the American people, there would be no problem. The interest of big lobbies like like the Israel lobby, okay? There is, in my opinion, an affinity between the people of Iran and the people of the United States that is greater than the affinity between the people of Iran and the people of China. 
I asked a friend of mine, you know, when that train pulled into from Beijing, pulled into Tehran, are you going to start learning Chinese now? No, no, she, she wasn't at all angry at the idea. The affinity is there, but if they keep thwarting it, uh, they, they, you will make it uh, inevitable that Iran does, in spite of all the cultural differences, will align itself with China and will align itself with the One Belt, One Road and all of those other things. So the United States better act quickly, okay? They, and they better represent the interest of the American people because if they don't, they will play right into the hands of much bigger players. And finally, Mr. Gertner, will the Biden administration miss or grab this opportunity to reverse the previous, uh, its predecessor's policy of so-called maximum pressure campaign, which the facts on the ground suggest uh, has been a failed, uh, a failed policy of massive proportions? Um, of course, the maximum pressure campaign failed uh, in many ways. So that of course, the sanctions hit the Iranian population, uh, but Iran didn't change uh, its behavior according what uh, uh, President Trump and uh, Foreign Minister Pompeo wanted Iran uh, to do. So it failed. There has to be another uh, uh, way to do it. And uh, Biden, I guess, he recognizes uh, that diplomacy is uh, the way to do it. Uh, to my mind, he waited all too long uh, now it's uh, really uh, uh, urgent that all parties go to the negotiation table, even so they are not sitting at the, uh, uh, at the same uh, table. Uh, but the European Union uh, recognizes its responsibility, it chairs the Joint Commission, and the U.S. shows some uh, flexibility. And I do think uh, Iran is willing to implement the GCPOA uh, as well. And as the speaker before mentioned, of course, China played uh, a role uh, as well uh, in the decision because uh, the Biden administration now um, acknowledges uh, that Iran should not be isolated from the Western market as well. And it would good, good, uh, be good for Iran uh, to diversify its market, not only China, but also the opportunity right. which might be offered by the West if the sanctions are lifted. So the GCPA would be good for, for every, everyone uh, right. in, in, in the game. Gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. I'm afraid we have run out of time. Let me thank our guests for their time. Heinz uh, Gertner, as always, thank you very much. Political scientist at the International Institute for Peace joining us from Vienna where the talks will be held on Tuesday. And Mr. E. Michael Jones, and the editor at Culture Wars magazine, joining us out of South Bend. Thank you very much indeed, as always.